The pressure to innovate is constant. It can be crippling or it can be a catalyst for your best thinking and your best work. Every year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you understand the forces that drive change and find new approaches to compete and win on innovation. Change course. Get ahead. Go. Start by going to hbs.me slash go. That's hbs.me slash go. Blog Talk Radio. The Love Zone Disclaimer. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties to the conduct of listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with their use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA.
The Love Zone, where we can live and learn. You don't have to be alone. This is a show designed to elevate, educate, and most importantly, entertain. My name is Mike T. I'll be your host this evening. We've got some special guests that will be calling in, and uh, I want you to call in uh, tonight. Absolutely. We want you to call in. By the way, if you're looking for that very special someone, as this show is all about, we want you to open up your net. We call it the Internet. Widen your circle. The ride you take to work, the commute, the people on your job, at your church, at the supermarket, your cleaners, where you go, in your circle, you haven't found Mr. or Mrs. Wright yet. It is time to widen your net. The person that might be really right for for you uh, might not be in your backyard. So it's to your best interest to widen your net. Okay. Now, I know many of you say, well, I'm settled here in my regional area. I wouldn't look for a job cross-country. Well, would you, wouldn't you look for a job cross-country if there were no jobs in your area? Would it be time to move? Would it be time to wake up and, uh, you know, get the U-Haul truck and <laughs> go somewhere where they are hiring? Well, the same thing with your lifelong partner. If they're not in your area, then you need to widen your net. Now, we'll do another show on relocation and what we call a merger of, uh, of people, but right now you just need to widen your net to see if they're out there. Just temperature check the waters. And if you'd like to do that, I want you to be my bachelorette or my bachelor tonight and call me at 347-539-5729. That number is 347-539-5729 if you're willing to widen your net. Believe me. Now, this evening's show is about Dating Lies Exposed. That's right, Dating Lies Exposed. Have you ever, you know, gone out dating and found out the person was lying? Well, that's what this show is all about this evening. And we're going to expose those lies, and we want you to uh, tell your stories as well, if you have any, because this show is all about... (laughs) Living and learning. And what does that mean? It means that we live and learn through other people as well. So we want you to tell your stories, and we'll tell ours, and uh, that's how we live and learn. It helps, if it helps just one person to avoid the mistakes that we've made or someone has made, then that's going to be a real good thing. And we want to try to prevent that. So dating lies exposed. That's what this show is all about this evening. So I want each and every one of you out there, if you have those experiences, then I want you to call in tonight because that's what this show is all about, Dating Lies Exposed. I think if we broadcast it and make people aware that uh, people are now getting smarter and uh, awareness, that's what cable television has done. That's what regular TV has done, and it's now time for the Internet also to drum that Bugacore wagon. Then you'll have less people doing it because why? There will be awareness, and awareness is the way you cut things off. You prevent things from happening. It doesn't totally prevent it, but when people know that, like now everybody has a camera phone, they are less likely to do it. So we're going to expose some of those dating lies tonight. And we have two guests that will be calling in. One young lady, uh, she'll be calling in a little later on, and she's a uh, divorce mediator. She has heard many of those lies, and that's her profession. She's also a single parent. Her name is Patrice Fiore. 
She'll be in. Uh, we have our relationship consultant, Kathy Bishop, who will be calling in. And my name is Mike T, and you all know me. <laughs> you know what my mission is. My mission is that we have more compatible relationships, less divorce. And to do that, I'm using the Internet to combine it with music as well as get the message out. And I need your help. I want you to call in, tell your stories, because that's how we live and learn here inside the love zone. And like I said, tonight's show is about <laughs> dating lies exposed. Well, what lies have you told or what lies have been told to you? Have you got any experiences? Why not share them with us? We want you to give us a call at 347-539-5729. We've got some house cleaning to do in just a little bit, but I'm going to get into some music. How about that? And you know what song I'm going to start off with tonight? Well, it's a song that uh, I specifically chose for this evening. It's by Mr. Teddy Pendergrass, and he says, you can lie, but you can't hide from yourself. Here inside the love song.
Smokey Robinson, all we ever want is a little more love. That's all we want. That's all people really want is just more love, you know? And uh, I just want you to be have that experience and experience more love here inside the Love Zone with yours truly, Mike T. Uh, yeah, we've got some great music for you. But like I said, tonight's show is about dating and exposing the lies of dating. Let's let's talk about this one. You know, I mean, have you ever experienced, uh, or have, if you've ever done internet dating, here's one of them. You know, when people put up a picture and they are one size, and when you get to see them physically, they're another size. Or, uh, and that, that happens a lot with women. It does with men, and I'll, I'll explain the men's version. Guy tells you he's uh, five foot, you know, six foot four, and when you get on the date, he's five foot eight. Um, that's a lie. <laughs> why did you tell her that? And by the same token, ladies, why did you put up that uh, picture of you in a size 8 dress and then you show up size 22? Uh, I'm confused. Somebody explain that to me. If you can explain that, please tell us. Let's talk about this one. As a young lady, she says, and I'm going to just read you her um, you know, uh, information here. She says she started seeing a guy about an hour and a half away in Superior, Wisconsin, and everything seemed okay at first, except it seemed that, you know, he never had time for her. But when she asked him, invariably, he told her he wanted to see more of her, you know, because he had a busy life, settled down. Well, she did go to see him and knew he didn't have a wife or girlfriend living with him. But something was a little strange about that. So she checked to see how often he was checking his personal fan. That's right. Now, they're really curious to tell you how often sometime, you know, someone is online. And he was checking it a lot, she found out. And then she realized he was on there more often than he was talking to her. And that was a big red flag. So out to find out if he was a player, she decided to eliminate him and uh, deem if he was really worth her time. So what she did, she created another profile of another girl. All of the qualities that this guy liked in his uh, local area. Well, within a couple of weeks, he failed that test miserably, and in other words, he took the bait and got caught. Not only that, but he actually responded to, you know, the girl's alter ego, you know, young lady, and he even plagiarized his version of the very same email that he sent the girl. She was pissed. I know it sounds bad, but <laughs> she was playing a game herself. She just had to know, was this guy a player? Dating lies expose. People just want to be treated fairly. So why are we playing these games? All people really want is just an everlasting love. We're going to talk more about that as we continue right now here inside the Love Zone. If you've got a story to tell, give us a call, 347-539-5729. Here's a little everlasting love for you inside the love zone with your truly Mike T and Shaka Khan.
James along with Jaheem, Jaheem out of New Brunswick, New Jersey. We're taking you on a ride tonight inside the Love Zone. My name is Mike T, and this show is all about dating lives exposed. Before we get into more of our show, and uh, we have our guest here, I want to make sure that you're aware 
if you're a business owner or you know someone who owns a business and they want to get exposure on this show, we have a very unique audience. It's uh, designed for singles, and the singles, as you probably may or may not know, have more discretionary income, and they like to do things, and they do have to go out to meet one another. So if you know someone, just uh, my email, sales at masterpiececorp.com. Do that for me today, won't you? One of our business consultants would be happy to uh, go over the different uh, rates and packages that we have uh, that will uh, – Give them the ability to expose their business not only on this show. They can have it so it's uh, recorded and inserted in the iTunes um, show. So that means when people download it perpetually from now on, uh, they will have that as well. Um, I see we've got a couple of guests uh, on the line tonight. Let me just tell my producer that we're going to take his call in a minute. And you know what I would like to do right now? Uh, I want to introduce our guest um, tonight that we have. Her name is Patrice. And she, her name is Patrice Fiore. She's a marriage counselor and a divorce mediator. And as soon as she's on the air, I'm going to talk to her about these Dating lies that we've been uh, talking about here on the show. All righty, is uh, Patrice there? I think she's on the line with me. Hello, Patrice. Hi. Hi. Hello, how everyone. are you? I'm fine. That's good. That's good. Welcome to the Love Zone. We're glad to have you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I know we've been talking online, and uh, we've been doing a little chit-chatting. Why don't you tell our folks a little bit about what you do, your business, what you uh, have been doing, your experience, your background, and then we're going to get into these dating lives. How about that? Okay. Well, let's see. I am a divorce mediator, and I'm a single parent. So also, I'm divorced. And as in the divorce mediation, I just handle all the mediations before you have to go through lawyers. Also, currently in school for sex therapy. Okay. Okay. Now, as a divorce mediator, what does that really entail, since I guess you're not a divorce attorney? No, I'm not an attorney at all. There's no legal. I um, basically, before you go through divorce, you may decide you want to sit down with someone. So I, I'm the mediator, and you sit down and you go over each person tells, you know, talks about what's going on, and I help them come up with a conclusion. And if you could come up with a conclusion before seeking to talk to attorneys, then we draw up paperwork and you take it to your attorneys. Okay, now that conclusion is still going forth with the divorce, or is that uh, Correct. kind of circumventing the divorce? No, you will still go forward. You, they, some choose to continue and proceed with the divorce, and some choose to not. Okay. So, but once when, we when sit you... and talk about it, once we sit and they talk about each person talks about, gives their story, and then they try to determine what they want to see happen, and then that's when I come in and help. Okay. Now I would presume. How long have you been doing that, Patricia? I've been doing this for about two years now. 
Okay. All right. Well, I guess in the two years you've seen a lot of uh, instances and heard a lot of stories. Can you go back and kind of relate any story to where somebody felt bamboozled in the relationship? Sure. Um, there's There was a, a couple that came in and come to find out the child wasn't his. They had two children, and the first child, it was military, and the first child wasn't his, but he never knew that. And then he the guy had also he she she told him that it was his but once they did a blood test after 10 years it wasn't his but they had been so together for over 15 years so you're saying wait a minute they had a child together and he thought together. this child yeah was was exactly his. this wasn't a previous child this was they she got pregnant and then he thought the child was his. Exactly. The whole time he's been raising the child, he was under the impression it was his. For 15 years? For 15 years. And what he had caused... In... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go what... ahead. What caused, after 15 years, for somebody to even look at the child and say, there's a question here? Well, when they when they, she filed for divorce because he had cheated on her and had a child outside. And so when they filed for divorce, so the person that she had the affair with came forward and notified the husband that it was his child. No. So the whole time she was married, the whole time she was married, she had been seeing the child's father on the side. And when her husband wanted a divorce, she she wanted a divorce because her husband that she was married to was cheating with someone and, and had a, a child. So she filed for divorce, and all along she had a child that wasn't even her husband. He had been raising. So she, she filed for divorce after she found out he cheated, but she had been cheating for 15 years. Exactly. Or at least, oh, oh. Oh, uh, I would be devastated. I guess this guy had to be totally devastated. And, and I presume he was blindsided. He had no he, wasn't, he didn't know anything. He had no clue. He was upset. You know, of course he got he got caught cheating, so he really wasn't going to fight. He was going to fight for his children. And he ran into the guy, and the guy said that you have my son. So it all unraveled. Now, I guess at that point, he decided to get a, a DNA test, maybe? Or, right. I, I presume he didn't, he didn't believe the guy. No, he didn't believe him, but he he proceeded to ask for a DNA. Okay. Now, that is, and, and I guess during dating, during dating, this never, never came up. Never came up. No, I don't, I think that during, well, from my understanding, when they I asked them about their when they first started dating, they were both seeing other people, and they just kind of fell, I guess, in love at some point. But they were both seeing others. Mm, 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 mm. So it was when kind of were, a, a trying, a twisted circle. When when the story got to you, and they 
I guess as a mediator, both of them are in the office talking to you, or is it just right? One they both we both we we both sit down together. Uh, both co- the couple and myself, and I give them they they sign a form so there's no you know violence or profanity allowed, and they're both allowed to tell their side, and then come to a conclusion on what what they want to do. And so when they sit down. Everyone was calm, but they were. He was very angry. Yeah, I would. I would think so. Fifteen years. And, wow. And their 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 thing their their initial concept was is maybe they could work through it. And so once we sat down and talked, then they both once they were able to communicate with each other, they realized that they couldn't work through it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That now, when I get the dating lies, that's that's one of that's a big one right there. That's a big one. That's a big one. I she had, I guess she had the affair early on in the marriage. Is that my for them to be together fifteen years? That means that baby was conceived early on in the marriage. I presume. Right. Baby. Well, they they had they were they were together for fifteen years, but the baby was at the time that they found out. Ten, so she didn't start really cheating until five years into it. Oh, into the marriage, okay. Right. Wow. But prior to that, there were many other things that they had. They had pretty much started out their marriage in in lies. Okay. Okay. They were both. And that, they were both cheating going in. Going in, and that that all unravels as this whole thing unravels. Correct. They both found out. So well, you that's find what the show. Find out the truth as you get to talk. Well, that's what this show is all about: dating lies, dating lies, and uh, the truth and exposing those lies. Now, now let me ask you this, Patrice: Have you ever internet dated yourself personally? Yes, I have. Okay. And sad uh, to say, but yes, I have. What would you consider one of the lies that was told to you via the Internet that you found out not to be true later on? Um, that they weren't married. They weren't I've, married. I've gotten that he wasn't married. When when we met, he, he didn't have a wife. He was single. And, I, you know, that was the main lies. He wasn't married, didn't have a wife, no children, nothing. Had an excellent and, job. And how did you uncover that he had a wife? I mean, I would think it's kind of hard dating to hide a wife. <laughs> she, she she went in, she went into his email and got my number and called me. And she was actually like seven eight months pregnant. Okay, now how long were you guys dating before you found out he had a wife? We dated about six months, so he never, ever had any signs that he was married. Now, now let me ask you this. You're dating for six months. I would presume some at some point there's a, an invitation for popcorn and a blockbuster night. Did that Correct. ever occur? Sure. At my, he would come to my house. Oh, but he never invited but me. I never, no, he had a roommate, and I met the roommate. So he had he had his tracks covered. 
Wait, wait a minute. He, he had a roommate. I went to an apartment, and he said this was his apartment. Only later oh. to find out after the wife called me that he had a home somewhere else. Oh, he had a home with a roommate somewhere else, and that's where he took you for the blockbuster night. Right. And we so would always hang out at my house or at the roommate's. Or at the roommate's place. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it wasn't until the wife, wifey poo decided to uh, call you that all of this unraveled. Right, and she told me the whole story, and then it got it got even worse after she started telling me. Then you found about her being pregnant, and yes. So, so did you approach him immediately? I did. I immediately called him on three way with her, and I asked him, you know, why would he lie? And he said he didn't. And then the wife came chimed in on the three way, and then he hung up, and he wouldn't talk to me again. All righty now. <laughs> that would be about <laughs> the size of it. It's called time to go. <laughs> I got an exit left. Uh, my time is up. <laughs> oh, oh boy! It must have been that. Must have been a phone call there. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall on that one. Mm-hmm. I know it was hilarious. He just slammed down the phone and. She called. She actually called me after she had the baby because I told her, you know, I wish you the best. After she had the baby. And she checked. She called back and told me that they were they were in divorce and she had the baby and she was moving with her family and that he had become abusive. So I was like, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, you you lose a little time because you expenditure that time to hopefully be with that person. But, you know, when it's all said and done, it's great to dodge those kind of bullets. Patrice, would you hold on for a little bit? We're going to go into some music. We're going to talk more about dating lies and uh, sure. try, trying to expose people. I'm going to get into some music right now. I just want to hold on for a bit. Right now I'm going to take you into the Temptations, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to call in to our mediator, uh, the telephone number is 347-539-5729. If you'd like to join in our conversation tonight, we're talking about Dating Lies Exposed. Here with you, assuming my name is Mike T. As we get into the temptations, here's the greatest thing to ever Sweetest 
They help us. They help us find our way.
Yeah, why you want to do me like that? My name is Mike T. Yeah, why? Why you want to do me like that? This is Love Zone. You're inside the Love Zone where we say you can listen to your heart here inside the Love Zone, a place where we can live and learn. Yeah, this evening, we want you to live and learn. If you've got uh, something to add to our conversation this evening, we want you to definitely call in. Give us a call at uh, 347-539-5729. Tell us your dating lies. Give us a call. If you'd like to speak to our mediator, she's on the line. I'm going to get with her in a minute. But before I do that, I want to remind you that uh, if you want a backstage pass from the Love Zone, which is going to give you privileges to different shows, cruises, comedy shows, a lot of different events that are coming on in the summer and the fall. Well, go to our Facebook page. I told you it wasn't it was it was going to be there. It wasn't there last week. It'll be up tomorrow. But I want you to go to our Facebook page and claim your backstage pass tomorrow. Be sure to go there tomorrow. That's the Love Zone USA. Love Zone USA. Go there tomorrow and you'll be able to claim your backstage pass. We're only giving 1,000 of them away. So uh, people who have gotten some, I won't tell you the number yet, but it's uh, coming. We also, on the Love Zone page, have a way for you to refer this show to other people. If you want to, if you like this show and you want to refer it to other people, we have a way where you can earn cash. That's right. We felt it upon ourselves that if you're going to refer the show, why not earn some money from it? Go to the Love Zone page. There's an affiliate link there. It shows you all about it. There's a video. It explains it in depth. And uh, before I continue with our guests real quick, next week we have two authors that are going to be on our show. I've been trying to bring these guys on for a while. but I've been trying to work some things out with other shows, and we finally got the Temptations on, Manhattans. But next week, Why Black Women Are Alone, authors Jaquez Douglas and Hank Bullard will be here to talk about their book that they wrote, Why Black Women Are Alone. These guys give it to you raw and uncut. So if you've got a not thick skin, that's not the show for you to listen to next week. I'm just warning you in advance because it's going to get raw, uncut, just like the barbershop or the locker room. And these men tell it the way I've been hearing it for years, and most men have been hearing it. Now it just they put it in the book for the women to hear it. And, you know, I, I heard another person interview these people, a female, matter of fact, and she said it was a little queasy at first. But when she read the book and found out where they were coming from, she really understood it. So we want you to be here next week. That's the 27th of May, Why Black Women Are Alone. But tonight we have our guest on the line, Patrice. And uh, Patrice is here, a divorce uh, mediator. She does some other things. Patrice, why don't you tell us uh, some of the other things that you're involved in? Why don't you tell our audience that? Oh, I have Pure Romance by Patrice, which is adult novelties. So that's really fun. And also, okay. just that, that's really, and you can, you can always Google that or go to my page for that one. And what's your website for that? It's Pure Romance by Patrice on Facebook, or you can also go to patriceflory.pureromance.com. All righty. Well, you talked about uh, some of the dating lies earlier that you've experienced and from a mediation standpoint. Um, I've got ten dating lies that are pretty common to the Internet. Let me read you two of them while I have you and let you comment on them. Here's, here's – uh, 
Well, actually, we're going to do this like David Letterman. If you ever watch his show, the top ten. <laughs> These are the top right. ten dating dating lies <laughs> as I found them, and we're going to go to number ten. I'm slim and petite. And the translation for that is, I was slim and petite 15 years ago. I haven't accepted the fact that I'm no longer thin, and I know that potential dates won't accept it either. So I take liberties with myself, description in hopes that you won't notice the additional 20 pounds of jelly I've accumulated since the time my profile photo was taken. That's number 10. Number 9, I'm tall, dark, and handsome. Translation? I'm average in height, looks and style, simply average, nothing more, nothing less. According to medical news today, 52.6% of men lie about their height online, and 39% of women do the same. So if you're expecting someone tall, dark, and handsome, think again. When it comes to Internet dating, you're lucky if your date shows up with a couple of legs, some fingers, and a tongue. <laughs> so, Patrice... <sighs> Two of the most common, well, nine and ten, anyway, we're going to get to the other ones, dating lies. Uh, do you know anything about those two that we've just laid out there? Of course. That's what, the, that's what the Internet is for. The computer, I always say, is like the Army. You could be all you could be. That means you, just, you can become who you want to be on the Internet. I've had you lots of people could... tell me that story. Which one? Which one did they tell you? The one about uh, I'm I'm petite and five four and I weigh about a hundred and twenty pounds and then when they get the pictures it's about three hundred and twenty pounds <laughs> and a hair full of weave. Now see, I have no problem. I don't. I, what I can't understand if a woman is, let's say, a little thick, or we'll go to the next extreme of fat. There are right. men that like fat women, and there are men that like thick women. Why hide that? I, I don't understand. If you're on the Internet, that is the World Wide Web. There is someone who likes that. So why lie about it? I mean, it's going to come out in the wash. Why do people do that? I mean, a buddy of mine. A lot of times they something. never meet. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times they find a, re a way to never meet them. Well, if if the conversation is going past what's my sign, I would think it's getting a little closer to commitment eventually sometime down the line where you would want to meet and there's some interest. So why lie up front? Because if, if, if it, I'm talking about the people who actually go out and meet because I've got a buddy. We've got a, we've got a uh, saying. This is our saying for that. that, that one that I just talked about, I'm slim and petite. Woman put a picture up. It must have been 20 years old. He was new to the internet in the dating situation, and she showed up. And then when he called me, I said, "How did the date go?" He said, "Man, I felt I was dating Star Jones, and I mean the Star oh. Jones before she lost with." <laughs> Why? She knew she was eventually going to meet this man. They talked for weeks, had exchanged emails. Why lie? <laughs> I oh, just, I don't understand. Dating lies exposed. Dating lies. And or the one, what was, there was another one, someone said they, someone had told me that they, a girl did that too, and then he told her to send the real picture, and she was big as his screen when he opened it in an email. 
<laughs> I was like, oh no. But the warning for that is always remember whenever you see, when they say thick, you add 30 to 40 pounds to that word. You, you think you need to add 30 to 40 pounds to the word thick? Exactly, because some people are of the illusion, some women are under the impression that thick means that they're thick, but they don't realize that they kind of passed thick and went to a bigger bigger stage. Well, now, like I said, there are a lot of men that like thick. I mean, you know, thick, thick is... Now, now, this is my definition of thick. This is my definition of thick. I'm going to give it to you, you know, in an audio sense so people okay. can hopefully visualize it. Jack K on TV. That was my version of thick. Okay, that's a good, that's a good thick. That, that to me defines thickness, you know. And it was thick and proportionate. Now, right. Queen Latifah can be considered thick. Exactly. Um, if, if I had to go and figure someone went out. Um, let me see who else I would consider thick. Well, Oprah became thick when she lost weight. Right. Right, right to that, I, I considered her overweight or fat. Right, I don't now feel, she's thick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my producer is telling me the average woman in America is 5'4", tall, and she weighs 152 pounds. Well, <laughs> uh, and he's one to go in the chat rooms and say, is there anybody in here 5'4 and 130? And none of them okay, he might want to forget hand. that. Uh, yeah, okay. tell him to uh, ask for pics. <laughs> for pics. Current pictures, I tell you. You have to ask for current pictures. Hopefully one with a date to it, um, although I guess... People are very savvy and changing the date on the camera. You could do that as well. I just don't understand going through all that. If you can see their pictures on Facebook, if you see their family pictures, you could see them. If you look at their mother, then you could see them sometimes because my mom's a little bitty petite lady, okay. and we don't look nothing alike. But yeah. if you look at Family photos, if they have current ones, you're going to be able to see that person. Now, if you get a picture and it's just a headshot or they're hiding behind something, be concerned. Well, I also hear that Photoshop is a girl's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. They ha who has that much time to do all that? Just go work out. Stop I eating. I think they. I think uh, I'm hearing that the Photoshop can take 25, 30 pounds off you real quick, instantly. You know, forget any Craig, just get you Photoshop, Adobe Photoshop, do <laughs> <laughs> trick. Oh my gosh! Well, just always be aware. Anytime you get a picture of a woman and she's just sending you a headshot, nine times out of ten she's overweight. Okay. All right. That's, I mean, that's so just fellas, the bottom line. Fellas, you got that one. Headshots only equals overweight. Mm. Right, or hiding wow. behind someone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and my, my producer's telling me her, her belly is bigger than a booty. 
Yeah, then that's a breakup. That's not going to work. If that's not what you're into, then keep if moving. that's not what you're into, yeah, keep it moving. Now, what are some but of the lies? But there's nothing wrong with making friends. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But now, 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 let me ask you from a woman's standpoint. We, I, I've been alluding to some of the women's uh, situation. What, what other lies have you heard from men or you know from your girlfriends that men have uh, have have Well, I mean the the typical one is that I guess the penis pics. I don't know if we could say that on the show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, let's go for it. Let's go for yeah, it. Yeah, we usually yeah, get the, they usually send those pictures out, and it's just an illusion, like a smoke screen. A lot of no, my friends have gotten those. My they've gotten those pictures, and then it's you know in 3D on the picture. And then when right. they finally meet them and go there, it's not what they saw in that picture. One of my oh, friends said she kept like, she was like, let me pull up this picture you sent me again. She pulled it up after they had gotten intimate or while they were intimate? Exactly. Or? After, after. Oh, after. So she had a good memory reference. Right, and it, it didn't measure up. It didn't measure up. Oh, boy. Dating lies exposed. <laughs> Dating lies exposed. Now, me and a young lady had a conversation today, Kathy Bishop. She should be calling in. And we're talking, and she, she does this thing just once. She's a consultant for, you know, people wanting to meet. And she said one of the biggest lies is why ask for the phone number or a woman after a date gives a phone number and the guy says, I'm going to call you. Now, Patrice, understand my position on this. If, if, I and you were talking in email and on the phone, and then we, you know, consent to me. I'm thinking, and I always say this, we have on this show what we call the Coke and a Smile. Coke and a Smile right. thing. And I've always said this, and I'll bet my right arm, that within ordering a Coke, two people, by the time they get halfway down that Coke, this is before dinner or anything else, they know whether they want to sleep with each other or see one another again, and one or two of them probably are deciding on a relationship. Halfway down exactly. the car. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, here, here we go. Kathy and I were talking about why are people lying. At the end of the date, the guy is taking a number and saying, I'm going to call you. Well, my thing, as I said to her, if the woman comes in late, I'm halfway down the coach, and I say, hi, how you doing, Patrice? Um, would you like a drink? When I saw you and I knew this wasn't going any further and I've drank half that Coke, I should have never, I should have said, Patrice, you know, uh, it's nice meeting you, but I just don't think we're a fit. Exactly. Now, I'd like to buy you a drink. If you want to sit and talk, we can since you came all the way down to meet me. But I would be upfront. Now, I, I got to admit, this wasn't me 10 years ago. I probably fell in that category like most men. That's why I'm doing this show, because I think we need we need some clarity here. But I'm saying today, I would say, you know, this isn't going to work. I'll buy you a drink, but I'm out of here, okay? Now, Kathy said to me, <laughs> Kathy said to me, so why did he – take my number at the end of the date. I'm saying, well, if he went halfway down the Coke and, and, and he knew at that point he, was, he, he wasn't going to see you again, and then he's consenting to have dinner, you guys are talking, having fun, laughing, joking, 
And at the end of the night, he knew halfway down the coke it was a lie. So he's just continuing on with the lie by saying, you know, give me your number. I'm going to call you next week. So the question exactly. is, should you, should you confront somebody when they you first meet them at that coke and a smile? Do you, do you confront them then and say, you know, uh, now that we've met, do you think there's a chance of us meeting again? I mean, you have talked in email. You have probably talked on phone. This is the chemistry test or what I call a coconut smile. If you don't know before you get to dinner, I don't think that conversation is going to make it any further significant that you're going to see this person again. Do you agree or don't you? You know, that's my opinion. I agree, but the thing is is some people aren't. I'm very I'm very upfront. I'm going to – I don't ever bite my tongue. I think that men tend to be nice in instances like that. Instead of hurting someone's feelings, they won't just come out and say, no, we won't be seeing each other again, or I'm just not interested in you in that fashion. I think it would be the appropriate thing to do to say, we're just going to end this here. It was nice meeting you. Call me sometimes. We can hang out, but I'm not interested in you in that in that way, I just think men just don't, they don't want to hurt feelings. So they take the number and... And, and never call. And never call, okay. And then so she goes home and she... Right, and then she goes home and gets back online and he's online again, but he's not talking to her anymore. Normally what happens at that point is when you get back online, they ignore you. They don't respond to your emails or your chats anymore, as opposed to when they were into you. It just ends right there, and the man never says why. Yeah. Well, I think I think people should be upfront. That's why we're trying to do this show, Dating Lies Exposed, because if you just let the person know, stop wasting time. Get with the one you really want to be with. You know, move past that person, and let's get to the person that's right for you. And, 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 you know, hurting feelings. How, how hurt can your feelings be we just met? I mean, this isn't a, exactly. like, like before when you talk about the 15-year marriage and both of us cheating and find out about the kids and yada, yada, yada. This is a first date. Can we just be honest on a first date? I mean, prior to that, I'm just hoping that people are telling the truth. I always say exactly. a person can get, get married in 90 days or less if both people are brutally honest. Brutally, brutally. I mean, totally, totally honest. You know, that he's got his baggage and he's going to discuss it and she's got her baggage, she's going to discuss it. They're going to, what I call, have the skeleton bones party where both of them are going to open up their treasure chest of cemetery of bones, put them on the coffee table, and discuss it. Now, if everybody can leave that table after everybody puts all their bones and treasure chests on the table and they're still honestly going to see one another. I believe those those people can get married. I do. I, I believe they could. I agree. I agree but because they, they're strong. Yeah, yeah. 
you've got to leave all the bones on the table. Don't be, I'm going to roll out two bones a night, but I can't roll this bone out <laughs> until six months later, you know, because i got to get her to like me a little bit more. No, no, no. Put all your bones right. out there and see, see if she's going to walk away. And the same with her. I mean, you know, if you got a shopping spree habit that I don't know about, it's going to come out in the wash. People like to gently roll their bones out. That's why people spend two years with somebody to get to know somebody. No, put your bones out in the first 90 days. Now, it, don't, it doesn't take more than 90 days to me in order for your bones to come out of the closet, really, because they're going to jump out anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna tell this you. is true. The skeletons, they, once the, the, the party starts and they hear the music, and if y'all hanging around, and as, as Hassani said, one of the authors, you know, things are getting intimate. Those bones are going to start falling out their closet one, two, three at a time, four, five, six. Eventually, you know, it's going to be like somebody just broke the closet door. And, you know, I mean, get them all out within 90 days. Exactly. I said to, I said to Kathy today, I said, uh, you know, companies have these interviews and they say to you and, you know, the first interview, oh, yeah, everything is great, you know, I'm, we're going to be interviewing other people, but we'll give you a call next week, like the guy who said he was going to call you. And then they know when they're walking you to the lobby that they have no interest. They're never going to call, call you. They're never going to call So <laughs> I said to Kathy, I mean, guys do it, women do it. It's done on interviews. It's part of the fabric of America. I mean, you got to get over the fact that they didn't call you. If they didn't call you like that other guy had that look out to him, he's not—he's just not that into you, or she's not just that into you. That, right, that's he's just not that into you. Yeah, yeah. I, and I that is I the truth. It's just no way around it. It's the flat truth. I don't lose too much sleep over that one. I really don't lose too much sleep over that one. I got two more of these dating lies that we're going to discuss. Well, actually, I'm going to uh, list them, and I'm going to go into the music. Do you mind hanging out with me, Patrice, for a little sure, while? Sure, no problem. And uh, those of you in our audience, if you would like to call in, uh, give us a call. The number is 347-539-5729. That's 347-539-5729. Now, before I go into this music, I got some whispers to play. But I gotta go into uh, you know my two more um, <laughs> dating lies on the internet. Oh yeah, he's a. I, I just got a kick out of these when I saw these today. Let me uh, get my whispers record here because uh, this has just been one of those dating lies exposed. Here we go. Now we did ten and nine. Let's get to uh, eight and seven. Is number eight. I'm 29. Translation, I'm an old pro at sites like these, and I know that lowering my age to under 30 will make me turn up in more people's searches. And in reality, I'm getting really fucking sick of not having any luck on these fucking websites. And, oh, yeah, I'm anywhere between the age of 31 and 50. <laughs> That's uh-huh. number eight. <laughs> Now, number seven, my interests include good wine, live music, and fine dating. Translation, Uh I like dancing to cheesy techno Euro trash clubs and having dates by my dinner. Oh, and I also really like getting hammered. Shots all around. Take off Uh your top. (laughs) 
<laughs> on that note, I'm going to get into the whispers. Patrice, hang out with me for a little while longer. If you'd like to call in, 347-539-5729. As I get into the whispers right now on the Love Zone, it's called, Are You Going My Way?
Through my keys to the valley Some more guests on the line. I'm going to bring them in in a minute. 
Uh, let me just let my producer know. We have a gentleman on the line. Um, hopefully he's with me. And uh, do we have Matt from L.A. in the house? Hello, Matt. Are you out there? You're inside the love zone with yours truly, Mike T. And uh, like I said, next week we're going to have a show, Why Black Women Are Long. <laughs> Hello, is Matt there? Yes, yes I am. How are you? Oh, Matt, how are you? I got a guy on the line. Uh-oh, we're going to start the party now. Mm, we got 30 minutes, 32 minutes left. Oh, yeah. So, Matt, where are you calling from? Uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, welcome to the Love Zone. Glad you glad you called in. This is your first time listening uh, to the show? Yes, it is. Okay, great. <laughs> first time listening. Great. First time Caller, great. So you've been listening to what we've been talking about, these dating lies exposed. Uh, have you had any experiences with that, Matt? Oh, yeah, dating, as far as, like, lies go, yeah, for sure. There was, I mean, way back when, a few years ago, there was a girl I dated, and she just kind of, I thought, you know, she had a general interest in me, but she kind of just used me as an ego boost. Like, she would date with me and go on places and, you know, I, I started to realize, wow, this is never really getting past, like, a hug. And I'm not a guy who's even looking for sex. I'm just, you know, like, this is, there's definitely some distance here. And then, sure enough, uh, a little bit later, she ended up with a, a guy, uh, and she started dating him. So, you know, I was just like, dang it. <laughs> oh, wow. How long how long were you dating this young lady before she kind of exited left and got in with this other guy? Uh, almost three months. Yeah, so months, ninety days. I felt kind of salty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been years. Absolutely. Now, 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 Matt. Uh, honest, honestly, now, when, when you spend money on a woman, don't you feel like at that particular point you're making uh, a commitment, sort of an investment that you could spend your money and your time with somebody else? Uh, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to, to a certain extent, you know, I'm a pretty, I don't have a lot of money, but I'm a, I'm a fairly generous guy, you know, but, okay. and I'm not looking for something necessarily like even to happen on the first few dates. I know you're still filling me out, I'm still filling you out, and I'm a gentleman, I'm going to play by that rule, but, you know, I would like, you know, after a while, like, at least be honest with me, like, if you don't feel this is going this way, tell me before I spend, you know, $50 to take you out on a date, <laughs> you know. Gotcha, so this, gotcha. I feel, you know. Now, now let me ask you this: How how long were, were you guys close, to, or in your mind, and the way things were going? Do you think you guys were close to making a commitment? Because let me let me explain dating in my mind. Dating is like looking for a job. You're the employee. You got to add on Craigslist. I'm the em- potential employee. I got resumes at other companies. The one who's going to pay me the most money, and you got an ad for the, what you think is the best employee for you. During this interviewing process, at some point, the company says, I'm going to give you an offer letter. Do you think you were close in that dating process to her and you being on the same page of extending one another what I call the offer letter of commitment, where now you're not dating any other people, you're going to date exclusively? Was that close? Or? Yeah, I, you know, I, like I said, I kind of had my suspicions, like, okay, I don't think she's getting there. When it came to the point where I was ready for that, you know, I try to hold it out for a few more weeks and see, like, okay, is she going to reach this point where I come coming at it? And it felt like she wasn't reaching that point, and now I'm starting to realize, 
I don't think this is going to work out. And then my, uh, my thoughts were kind of realized. Okay. Okay. What gave you the suspicion? Where, where in that process did you get the suspicion that this wasn't going any further or wasn't getting to the point where you wanted it? I think it just got to the point where I felt like I was always having to be the initiator of something. And I know okay. kind of just makes it men have to be the initiator, but I think there comes a certain point where, you know, the, the woman you're dating should try to say, hey, let's go do this this weekend or let's go do that this weekend, you know. Right, because it expresses some interest in, in calling you up and you get the feeling uh, ladies out there in the audience, we men get the feeling that you have some interest when you call us up and say, let's do this. Is that correct, Matt? Am I, am I off base here, or uh, is that the feeling you get? No, you're definitely right with that, definitely. Right, right. That's our signal, ladies and ladies out in the audience, that if you say to us, hey, I want, to, want you to even have come co- a cup of coffee with me, coconut smile, and it's your initiation, wow, what a, what a sign of relief for me. It's, it's like she's interested. You know, but if it you're is. always planning everything, I mean, it, it feels like, you know, is there reciprocal here? Patrice, are you on the line with us? I'm here. Patrice, what, is, what, do you, what do you feel about Matt's situation with the woman he was dating? Did you get a chance to hear the story? I did. I think that he, I think one, Matt, just be thankful you got out of it before you got too far into it. Because I think it would have, you would have, if you would have carried on, it would have hurt more exiting. So be thankful that you were able able to see the signs and recognize what was going on. That's good. That's that's a good point because knowing that it, it kind of seeing the writing on the wall did make it a little bit easier when it happened. I was like. Okay, like it felt like more like I kind of gave you a chance to kind of let go of it and just kind of say like it is what it is. It was like it just came out of like left field. Right. Because you would have been angry and it would have went a different way with emotions. And the doctor that was on our show last week, uh, Dr. Tupou, he he talked specifically about those emotions that we have um, when we let our emotions get into these relationships, because then, then like like she said, it it has a different twist and a turn. You know, I, I just, I mean, I, I think back to the time that I was living with a woman and found out she was sleeping with another man while I was taking care of her and her three kids. Emotionally, I was distraught. I was distraught when I found that out. And. Uh, you know, when it happens under your roof with a person and they violate your trust like that, I see these television shows where, uh, as Patrice's profession, people go and work through that. I wasn't able to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be totally honest. Once you break my trust, I don't know that I can sit with a mediator, a judge, anybody, and work it out. Exactly. True. True. And emotionally, not, no. it's hard. Yeah, yeah, that, that that takes you for a loop. Now, I've seen situations where they talk about online, well, you know, if a woman cheats on a, if a man cheats on a woman, she has a better chance of taking him back than if a man, if a woman cheats on a man. And that is so true. 
I, I, I have to look at myself and say, well, once, you know, he's screwing somebody else, it says something about the man. It says something about me. It says something about self-esteem. Um, and in many instances, when things are intimate, men tend to ask that question, that famous question, oh, whose punani is it? Whose punani yep. is it? <laughs> Women don't ask that question. We we have this propensity that we want to know. We want to know. Now, when we find out it wasn't it was not, really yours, it was a temporary. It was only in the moment that it was mine. Oh, that is, that is not only have you violated my trust, you lied to me when I didn't have no clothes on. <laughs> now, now, if you don't lie to me, lie to me while I got clothes on. Don't lie to me while I'm naked because it, <laughs> it, it goes out the window at that point. I mean, it really, I mean, that's really vulnerable for me. You know, I like that clothes on when you lie to me. I feel like I got some shielding. But now I've asked you this question in an intimate moment, and you tell me it's mine. Then I find out, oh, you were just leasing it, renting it. It wasn't yours. You did not own it. Yeah, it was oh. a pimp, right. Yeah, yeah that's was, not an ownership. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Matt, me and you can go out drinking after that one, because I'm telling you. <laughs> It's not, a, it's not a good day in the park. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did want to ask you something that was kind of related uh, to that question. It's it, it's about sure. a relationship I'm I'm currently in. Uh, sure. Hope it's a relationship, and uh, this this woman who I you know, I kind of been interested in for a while. She was the instigator. She asked me out on a date, and you know, of course, I'm flipping out in my mind, like, wow, she's asking me on a date. Sure, I'll. so things kind of happen, things progress. It seems like everything's going well. Did a lot of nice stuff for her on Valentine's Day, surprised with flowers, chocolates, and all that stuff. Really nice stuff continuously for the past few months. But now I'm starting to get into that moment where I feel like, you know, we already knew when we kind of coming into it wasn't going to be like a super serious relationship, and I, I'm not necessarily looking for that. But now I'm starting to wonder, it's getting to that dangerous zone where I feel like, Am I instigating too much? And it's like she's not really – she's lost interest in me. There's no signs that, you know, it's like she's interested in another guy, and she's always been a pretty busy person uh, due to her major, and she's in college. And so I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, I hope I'm not – it's not like a few years ago where she really has How long have you all been dating? Oh, I would say – since early February. Okay. And, and you're feeling this now. Are you, have you temperature checked her, uh, Matt? I, I mean, this feeling that you haven't, has there been a question that you feel like, are you temperature checked her with? What, what do you mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, a part of me wants to, like, really kind of go and say, like, hey, where where do we stand kind of on this? But, uh, you know, I can never really get that that moment where I feel like, okay, this is a good time to ask now, her. Now, you, you're feeling relationship. In other words, you're feeling like you want to move into a relationship. Yeah, yeah. 
And are you seeing signs that she wants to do this, or is it just you're her entertainment? What I call, you know, we we men we tend to be entertainment directors. You know, I'm just an entertainment director. Bowling, movies, you know, cruise ships, you know, nothing. <laughs> I'm your entertainment director. That's the bottom line. Is I, I'm just going to call it the way I see it. I want to get out of this mode of being your entertainment director into being your partner or possible relationship. So have you said anything to her outside of these outside dates that I know you said it has been some awkward moments? But it looks it sounds like to me if I'm 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 reading this right that you don't want to be the entertainment director any longer. You want to be in a relationship with this woman. Yeah, exactly. It's it's been it's been very casual dating and you know, I'm not a guy who has to rush into things very fast, but at the same time I'm also starting to think, Okay, I've been burned before and one's if I'm mistaking this kind of casual relationship for she's really not interested in me. And now I'm like, like you said, now I'm so deep in it at this point, emotion-wise, it would be very hard for me to just kind of suddenly get like, okay, no, it's not happening. Okay, so you don't want to hear no. And and, and it's kind of, I get the feeling, you don't want to ask because you don't want to hear no, but you do want to know. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> been there, been that. Matt, I'm going to give you my advice, my I am not a doctor, not a psychologist. It's only been since February. You're going to have to temperature check her. You really got to temperature check her. Have you guys been intimate? No, no. I mean, you know, as far as I know, she's pretty reserved in that kind of area. And I'm somebody, you know, I I like to take it slow too. So it's never been something where it's like been an issue of force to be, you know, kind of intimate. But I do feel like even without, like, a, a highly physical component to a relationship, you can still kind of gauge when a relationship is getting closer and when it's kind of stalling, you know. Well, Correct. let me ask you this. Did she want a relationship when you first started? Did you guys kind of cover that in the beginning on the first couple of days? Like, uh, do you want a relationship? And I guess you probably went into, you know, reason you left your last boyfriend or your last employer or your last girlfriend. Did that conversation come up? Kind of, it was never, and that's possibly the problem. That you know, I did, we didn't early on kind of decide like, okay, where is this going? Uh, you know, she did talk about kind of like her ex and why she didn't like him and everything. And me, you know, it's I've only had a few girlfriends in my life. It's been years since I had a girlfriend, so uh, it wasn't like necessarily something I could really even bring up. You know, my last girlfriend, the only reason we kind of didn't stay together is because. Uh, she uh, moved away, so it was just kind of he didn't want to do a long distance relationship. So it was, you know, one of those kind of things. So, Patrice, in mediating this, what is your what is your advice to Matt? I mean, this it's not like get ready for divorce, but you know, right. he does want to take it to another level, and uh, he he's pretty kind of you know interested in getting an idea of where she stands. How would you, as a woman? give us as advice to approach it. I would I would say this. If you want to take it to another level, you should sit down and communicate with her. I, I heard you say that it's ne- you never it's never the right time. You don't know when to say something. There it as far for a woman there's always the right time to talk about where you're going in a relationship. 
so you can sit down with her and just you know maybe over dinner and just say you know where do you where do you see us going with this? What would you like to see happen? And express how you really feel. I I think if you can open up and communicate, and because she's more reserved, it would help her be able to say what she needs to say. Okay. Okay. That that, that does that does actually kind of like relieve some pressure because I was always thinking, you know, gosh, if I say this and everything, like once is she just like not in the mood, and then it it just is, even if she does want to talk about it, it just makes it more detrimental to the relationship. But that's that's a good point. Well, I I think Matt that she should definitely temperature check her, and I would say it's time for what I call the expectation conversation. You know what I would I would you know my my coach always said to me this. He says what a person will do in practice is nine times what they'll do in a game. Meaning, okay, this is a hypothetical question, but it gives you a good gauge of where that person is. And I would ask her. I say I would say something to the aspect of relationships. What does she feel about them? What are her expectations now that she's left this other gentleman? What would she like in her next relationship? And would she like to be in a relationship? Then, when you get a temperature gauge on that, then I would approach it. If not that conversation, the next one, where do you see us? Okay. And that, that that depends on if you want to approach it on the temperature gauge conversation of expectations or if you want to wait because of her answers to those hypotheticals uh, to another date. Uh, that, but that's up to you. For me, I, I think I would like to know earlier on than later because, again, you know, the longer you put your feelings out there, and, and people don't believe that we men, we hurt hard. We do. Yeah. It does. It does hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Been there, done that. So I want you guys to hang on with me just a few more minutes. I'm going to go into some music. Would you mind hanging on with me, guys, Matt and Patrice? No sure. problem. No problem. One more break, and then we're going to come back and finish our top ten uh, dating lives. But right now, this one, this next song, I'm going to dedicate to Matt inside the love zone. It's by Melvin Moore, a friend of mine, someone we're going to do champagne toast to the stars in a few weeks and uh, finish that up. It's called Love Coming At You.
All right. That's uh, Melba Moore. She says love is coming at you. Yeah. For the young lady that's dating Matt, I just want to let you know in advance. Love is coming at you. <laughs> Here inside the Love Zone with yours truly, my name is Mike T. We've got a few more minutes uh, to spend. Actually, to be exact, we have about uh, six minutes. So I'm going to get through this real quick, and then I'm going to talk to you too, and we're going to close out with another song. But let's finish the top ten. Dating lives. Here's one of them. I make more than $250,000 per year. Translation, I have grandiose, elaborate fantasies of eventually winning the lottery or striking gold with an Internet porn empire. But for now, to make ends meet, I'm your friendly neighborhood manager at Walgreens. Salary is one of the biggest things people, especially men, lie about in their profiles, according to Scientific American. Men claiming income of more than 250000 get 151% more reply than men claiming income less than 50000 Number four, I'm not big on playing games. I'm not going to read this whole thing because uh, it gets a little graphic here. But translation, I am utterly devoid of any edge. My lack of sarcasm will astound you. I pride myself on being a good guy or girl, but I've been effed over by so many previous partners that now I make sure to let everybody know that I'm looking for something real. Number three, I can't wait to meet you. Now, translation, I can't wait to scope you out in person and see if you're worth having sex with which really depends on how closely the real you resembles that foxy photo you posted of yourself online. Number two, I just got out of a long relationship, so I'm mainly looking for friends right now. Translation, having just escaped a bitter years-long romantic battle, I am damaged goods and can't deal with anything more than casual frenzy fucking to help me temporarily forget my misery. But I know that my chances of getting laid will plummet if I indicate that I'm only interested in slutting up with you. And the number one dating lie is, as the CEO of a successful Internet startup, I enjoy the finer things in life. The translation, as the founder of a bare-bones mail-order business that I run out of my mother's basement, I enjoy spending every waking second of my time on the Internet watching porn, gambling, and living vicariously through my avatar on SecondLife.com. <laughs> Those are our top ten dating lies as <laughs> we see them. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to look out and try to do some due diligence, which we had a show on last week. Have either of you, Patrice or Matt, experienced any one of those last five dating scenarios <laughs> that you can think of? Well, sure. As long as, long as I've done online, there's always been a lie. The, the money that... and the lack thereof having it. Oh, Okay. Well, I would think the car. Oh, the car. Oh, okay. I had one that told me we could date, but we had to meet at the bus line. Well, well that's and a front. I didn't front. know what the bus line was. <laughs> well, that's being up front. I, 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 I can take the truth <laughs> better than I can take a, a lie. Exactly. Matt, what about, Matt, what about you? Oh, 
honestly, uh, with the top five, no, not really. Uh, I've gotten, well, I, I think the closest probably would be the, uh, I just got out of a relationship or something, that kind of lie. Uh, oh. I've lied about my salary before, I'll be honest. I've, I've lied about that. <laughs> to, uh, okay, to, all right. Now, now, did she ever take your W-2 or see your bank stub, or did it ever get unraveled? That's no, no, goodness, no, no, she never found out. Uh, I don't think we dated long enough for her to find out, but I, I, I increased my my salary a little bit. I didn't want her to think I was some broke Negro, so I, I, I definitely uh, bumped it up. <laughs> how much How much did you bump it up? I'm just curious, just to know if there was a discrepancy of where you were living, what she saw, and if she could read between the bump up and what was real, really going down. Just, just out of curiosity, how much did you bump it up? Uh, I, I bumped it up by about like a couple thousand a month. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just a couple of grand. It was a couple of grand. It was a couple of grand. At the at the time, I did not own a car, and she's like, "Are you ever gonna get a car?" And I was like, "Um," and I didn't want to lie to her, but I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a car. It's, you know, my job. I I make such and such and such and such. So in about a month or two, I'll I'll be able to buy myself a nice used car." <laughs> oh, okay. I was uh, <laughs> hoping uh, I wouldn't get caught in the lie. Hoping I'd be able to actually save up. I was not able to, but uh, it didn't work out for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, on th- on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to close off this show and thank Patrice for uh, joining us as well as you, Matt. You can always have a home listen to the show or feel free to call in. Patrice, thank you so much for your expertise and joining us on the show tonight. And uh, Matt, Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, Matt, I wish you luck with uh, temperature checking that young lady, and I hope she does feel the same. And hopefully you both enjoyed the show tonight. We, we, we were happy in having you. Oh, definitely. That was awesome. Good luck, Matt. Thank you so much. You guys have been really helpful. Great, great. Call the love zone anytime. We're, we're going to be here every Thursday night. My name is Mike T. Ladies and gentlemen, that looks like the clock on the wall, so that's just about all for another show here inside the Love Zone, as I always say in closing. I've enjoyed your company. I hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it for two. It's more fun than one, and I'm going to leave you within the hands of Natalie Cole. She says, teach me tonight. graduated and qualified to show me what it's all about? Oh, honey, talk is cheap. You're going to have to convince me. Did you say I've got a lot to learn? Well, don't think I'm trying not to learn. Right here is the perfect spot to learn. Teach me Yeah.
Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes, enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions. Have you heard? Metro by T-Mobile now includes Amazon Prime. Yes. Enjoy the best of shopping and entertainment, movies, TV shows, music, free shipping, and much more. All included for just $40 per line for three lines. All on the T-Mobile network. Discover the smarter way. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. One offer per account. Offer subject to change. $12.99 per month value. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video at 480p. Capable device required. See store for details and terms and conditions.